0: Hey y'all, welcome to Dirt to Dollars with your hosts, local farmer Matt Adams and Hardin County Agriculture Extension Agent Daniel Carpenter. So sit down and stay a while as we talk about everything from the dirt on your land to the dollars in your hand. Welcome back. Hello. All you, right. You, He's here. You're,
1: you, did you get the right day today?
0: I think so. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the right day yesterday, <laughs> or we, we had a, a little, uh, I won't say a miscommunication because I think the communication was good. It's just I lost track of what day it was. And, yeah, uh, I do that. A I lot. tried to do that. I, I tried it made, to, me
1: question, made me question if I knew what day it was. <laughs> I thought I'd messed up. Yep.
0: Sorry, but I'm yeah, glad we're, get, we're here
1: today on the same day. And you, you see, well, when you get that. When you get that text about, uh, hey, I'm on whenever you're ready and you weren't expecting it, it's a little bit of a panic mode. Yep, you're welcome. I'm glad I got you woke up yesterday <laughs> morning.
0: Good. But uh, you seem a little chipper this morning. You seem like wow. you're kind of in a good mood.
1: That's just the fall air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: it's it's still kind of warm. But it, it, I think the, the real fall air is going to be hitting us this weekend, it sounds like.
1: That's right.
0: That's but that's right. You just... So you're just just in a good mood, just for no reason.
1: I'm always in a good mood. I don't know what okay. you're talking about. Okay. Hmm.
0: But yeah, we've had some pretty decent weather this week, and I think it's uh, helped to get a lot of this crop in. I'd say. I think you were telling me earlier you about. You're just about done with. Uh, were you just about done with corn?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I want to say anything recorded on air because. We're not done yet, but that's true. Hope hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be done. So should be done just a few hours this morning.
0: Yep. Yeah. Looks like looks like we may have some rain moving in this weekend, possibly. It's been kind of mixed. Just you know, listening to forecasts here and there and looking at my weather app. You know, I almost think what I'm seeing on my weather app looks like there's more of a chance than what I kind of heard them say on the news. Have, I don't know. Have you have you followed it much?
1: Yeah, it just jumps around. Seems like every time you one day one time you'll change it. And they're saying nothing all weekend, and the next time it's rain like five days straight. So yeah,
0: and I know you don't have to worry about this anymore because you get to farm all week long. But some of us that are limited to weekends, uh, this is gonna. I'm I'm glad to see the rain. I, I'll take it. Hopefully, it's a good runoff type of rain. I don't think it will be, but um, but yeah, it's kind of putting a. It's raining on my parade a little bit. Some stuff I need to get done this weekend.
1: Yeah, used to I was uh would be kind of upset if it rained on the weekend, but now I kinda like it when it rains on the weekend. Let you take Sunday off and get caught up on stuff and not have to be going hard all weekend. So I've been
0: at a uh agriculture. What is our what is the job title? Uh Agriculture and Natural Resources. agent for education I think is our technical it's something like that but anyway we had our annual update it's like a mandatory training we have to attend every year as as agents and I think last year we actually kind of like gave a report on a lot of the stuff that we learned
1: at that event and and I gotta be um I gotta be
0: honest I didn't pay much attention
1: this time I'm I did not miss the fact that i had to schedule harvest around going to that yeah well that i didn't have to schedule harvest around going to that this year yeah because it always falls right in the middle of harvest and it's always like the best week mm -hmm. of running that you have yep and i had several calls from local
0: farmers wanting to measure some some grain yields on corn and
1: beans both and um, yeah that's a fun Fun yeah. conversation to be have to tell them no because it's like <laughs> and why what you do you have mean? to tell them no <laughs> why
0: would they schedule <laughs> it for the middle of the peak season of harvest and i don't know but i gotta go so um <laughs> but anyway i think we worked around most of those issues but i was actually we ran our county corn plot late friday afternoon so uh and we got it wrapped up you in about putting in, friday
1: and overtime on a Friday. Man, if
0: you could only track the overtime hours. Yeah. Woo. Uh, but anyway, there was. Um, but we we got that knocked out. So thanks to to Patrick Preston for being the cooperator on that corn plot, um, and thanks to let's see David Croshaw with Bex, Scott Miller with uh, Kentucky American Seeds, and uh, Julia Hinton with Nutrient came down to help okay. and stayed there till. We I mean we got done when it was if we would have taken another if it'd been another twenty minutes, it'd have been we would have needed some lights on. Oh, so we we got it wrapped up just in time and uh went off really well and and it's gonna be some some good data. I think that plot averaged a little over uh two, I think it was around two hundred and ten bushels. I don't have the numbers right in front oh. of me, but it was about two hundred and ten bushels per acre. It's planted on June first and had A uh, solid or, plot. Yeah, May thirty second, as some of them will say.
1: Yeah, that's may 32nd
0: yeah and also uh had no fungicide on it at all so it was good yeah so that did really well uh Hmm. we'll have the numbers i guess published here pretty soon i know some people may be making some of their um corn decisions and if that's something you want to look at to give you another little level or another little uh bit of data to go by to make your decisions we'll have that out uh within the next week for sure. I know everything's been tabulated. I just need to dress it
1: up and make it look pretty before we, uh, before we send it out on the town. You know what I mean? You make sure you make it look pretty. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You mentioned it not having a fungicide that brings up something that a comment that I've heard a lot this fall and noticed a lot too. And I think it's the dry, what something the dry weather in late August, early September helped with actually is everything stayed healthy. Uh, guys that have been running beans that I've been talking to say the beans are running hard because it's in their green stem and just healthy. And uh, corn's been healthy. We've been shelling some 17, 18% corn that you get in the low places and it looks like silage and just still green. but The grain's getting dried down. It's just potter's just stayed so green. But that probably helped uh, hold on to some yield late season that maybe the dry weather would offset anyway.
0: Yep. So we got that knocked out. Um, Well, and interesting enough was running, running that corn plot and, you know, didn't really see many signs of disease. Of course, a lot of the varieties were dried off like they were Brown and and you couldn't really tell much, but was measuring a, a contest entry uh, last week in an irrigated field. And I think it was very variety specific. Um, but that field had been sprayed, uh, you know, properly for disease and it still had, you could see a lot of Southern rust in it. And, Mm uh, um, wasn't like it killed everything or didn't take over the field, but you could see the symptoms and a whole lot of the leaves throughout that field. And it still, I mean, it yielded really well. Um, but it, it, you could see a lot of that in it.
1: I wonder. Do you think it maybe came in like within the last few weeks after we've got some, we've had some weather that's kind of blown up from the south west. Yeah, definitely?
0: that it may be. It, may, it very well may be. Of course, you know it. By the time it came in, it just it's it. You know, it didn't impact the yields, but you could see All it. Right. But it was there for sure. Very, very apparent. Just it wasn't completely over everything, but just as I'm walking down through there with a the measuring wheel, and you look over, you can just you can just see it plain as day um anyway we'll switch gears a little bit we we need to apologize to a local family
1: we do yes uh, we or you no we, I included we dirt this?
0: dirt to dollars needs to apologize uh, a formal apology yes yeah, so right on uh, there the hebert family um zach hebert and his family we we, we owe you an apology so okay. i was told that they were on a trip and uh I think Zach may have been driving and he was just he told me that he was um you know tired of listening to music. He was starting to like zone out and was needing to change things up a little bit and you know listen to something that you know he wanted to listen to. So he 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 started listening to us. He started listening to the Dirt to Dollars podcast. Okay. Which can be found, you know, and you search Dirt to Dollars podcast, you can find us online.
1: First and, thing it pops up.
0: Yes, it is. We don't even have to pay Google to get that. Don't have to pay a dime. And so he, you know, he started playing our podcast. And I think like five minutes in, uh, one of his kids got sick. Oh, and so, um, he correlation, you know, he, he, it's because they were listening to us and again, they got sick.
1: What's that saying? Is it correlation is, is not Not causation causation or something. something That's what I'm going with. Yeah. That's what I'm,
0: yeah anyway sorry to the heberts uh don't huh. give up don't give up on us
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know how to maybe, take that <laughs>
0: maybe you know I don't just, just next time you're on a trip just try us one more time and if they get sick again then I guess you know right <laughs> then there's definitely
1: some some correlation there or maybe just uh just go ahead and listen on uh while you're in the car by yourself.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Get it knocked out then. All
0: right. So I want to make sure we got that out of the way. Uh, one thing that I did listen to, we talked about this a little, a few weeks ago, the sported, uh, spotted, uh, spotted lantern fly,
1: the sported lantern. That's, that's the spotted lantern, lantern athletic cousin. Uh huh. I think I said spotted. I don't know it was one or the other, but last
0: time when we were talking about them, but so we're sitting in this agent meeting and, uh, Jonathan Lars, Doctor Larson, Dr. Larson is, is up there presenting and talking about this and some new updates on the bug. And isn't that uh, what he talked about last year? It is, yeah. yeah. But we actually have some updates this time on it. Okay. So, uh, Jonathan Oaks, you mm-hmm. remember him? Uh, he, he, I think you were in school with him, maybe. Yeah. And, and he's Russell
1: County Extension Agent. He was. He was known as Big John, and uh-huh. he and he raised his hand. Western.
0: So he was sitting next to me, and he he raised his hand to ask a question. He said and I quote, I got a question about that spotted lanternfly, And he said it wrong. like <laughs> I did. And I started, I just started giggling and, uh, and, I, and, and he kind of looked at me for a second. So I think he maybe thought I was like laughing at him, but, um, and I was a little bit, but after the meeting, I told him, I said, I do the same thing. And he said, I can never say it right. I said, I can't either. It's just a, it's some kind of weird tongue twister. or Maybe it's just our country playing. We just can't, we can't say it right. But, one of the updates was that they uh, that the spotted spotted lantern fly is is in Kentucky now um okay but it was found I think we mentioned last time it was found on like a pallet um, somewhere in eastern Kentucky and and you know they they confirmed that it was just re- it was just on that piece of equipment that came from Pennsylvania where they're really bad but uh they actually confirmed it in Gallatin County which I don't know if y'all remember us talking on here before, but like there was, there is a, an outbreak of these in Southern Indiana. Gallatin County is where the Sparta racetrack is. So it's right across the mm-hmm. river from that. And they have confirmed that they are, they are in that area. Also, you're going to see a lot in the news about this in the next they uh, next few weeks and months uh they're going to be doing a big push on it to try to get people to report when they see them so they can hopefully get out in front of this and not you know they won't be a bigger problem but at the end of the day it's not a big agricultural problem it shouldn't really cost shouldn't cost hundreds of millions of dollars or anything like that there'll be some trees affected there may be some specialty crops here and there that'll be affected a little bit but nothing to really be worried about but if you do see it you can report those by uh, sending a picture to uh, this email address, which is report a pest at uky.edu and that's the best way to do it. And they, um, or you know, you can also contact your local extension agent, and they can help report it as well, or help document it, however, however they can. But just remember, it's mostly going to be a nuisance type pest. Think like stink bugs. Even though stink bugs can affect soybeans, you know, it's it's kind of the nuisance aspect of stink bugs where there'll be there may be a Mm -hmm. lot of them in 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 concentrated areas um, but nothing nothing that should be agriculturally um, important
1: so how fast do they expect them to spread Uh,
0: it's not going to be really fast it's going to take a little bit of time for them to really spread but i i think the assumption is that they're probably in more places they just haven't haven't been documented. And I even kind of thought in my head, like even in Hardin County, we have, there's so much development going on. There's so many people coming in uh, from different parts of the country, different parts of the world uh, that, mm-hmm. you know, just if you see something that looks weird, take a picture of it, send it to your County agent. Uh, see trust something, me, say something. Yeah. Trust me. You won't be the weirdest phone call or picture text that <laughs> I get because I get them all and I get all kinds of crazy stuff, but, um, but yeah, uh, just kind of be on the lookout cause it, it can, it typically, they, they said they're, that they're really seeing that, uh, trains are a big transporter of them because they thrive on this tree. That's called tree of heaven. Mm-hmm. That's a weedy tree, but they also found that it really thrives next to railroad tracks.
1: We and just happened to have a couple of different rail lines we that go all the way through Hardin County.
0: And they come from affected areas uh, as well. So it's just one of them things that, you know, keep an eye out for. If you see a weird looking, it looks like a moth. It's kind of red and black Uh, tail end of it and spotted white upper wings. Really looks weird. You'll really notice it. So if you, if you notice it, take a picture, if you can.
1: Hmm.
0: I think I'll also use this opportunity to once again promote farm city day
1: we're getting closer
0: yeah i mean it's we're still a couple weeks away but uh, november 14th it's going to be at pritchard community center registration starts at eight o'clock in the morning we did get all of our tours confirmed this week so we're all going to uh steve rogers's farm uh rogers farms there uh just outside of Glendale. that's going to be one of the tours and Kruger packaging is the other tour seeing both farm and industry in the same day. So we'll have two different tours going on simultaneously and then coming back to the Pritchard community center for lunch. Uh, the uh, speakers commissioner Quarles, should be a really good uh, program. And we'll also give out the, I think it's like the, called the distinguished service award. And um, that that's always a, a nice presentation as well. Uh, to be there for. So if you could, uh really need you to RSVP uh, to the extension office by calling 270 765 4121 and we'll get you 4-4-1-2-1. on the list. Yeah, it's 4121. And you can call, uh, get on the list so we can have uh, an idea on how many. So we have enough food for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Should be a, I think it's always a good, a good day.
1: What does Kruger <laughs> packaging? make um packages right but what kind of packages like i don't, Ford, I don't what? know you don't know i guess that's why I've i'm going on the tour, on the tour
0: to matt you'll yeah. we'll know all about it
1: i think they're fairly new right didn't they just i think
0: they're a little yeah i think they're
1: they're relatively just old, new just built in the last couple of years mm-hmm. i'm looking at the uh, calendar to make sure
0: i get the right date But the Hardin County Cattlemen's annual meeting is on uh, Tuesday, November 7th. I double and triple checked
1: that. You're sure that's the right date? I'm sure. Okay. Does everybody know that's the right date? if I don't know. Who's going to be your guest speaker that day? So, I don't remember.
0: Did you get a letter about it in the mail? I don't think so. Well, they, there should be letters going out to to okay. members. Um, but there is a um, – they do have a guest speaker. I'm one of them, which I'm not going to talk a whole lot. Uh, but there, there will – I'll be sharing a couple things, and then um, I think I'm it's expecting, the state president.
1: I'm expecting a detailed 45-minute presentation from – my county agent that day well you know
0: i also had kind of thought this is a good way to not get asked to do it again and i can do that something like that i can just get up there and speak for an hour and talk about uh something that uh nobody really wants to hear about (laughs)
1: why squirrels are disappearing in your yard
0: yeah that was one call i got this week that's actually the second time i've gotten that call but um but yeah uh look for that. I think that, uh, I don't remember what time that program starts. I think it starts at either six or six 30, but be looking for that. If you're, if you're interested in attending that, uh, I think it's another one of them deals where you need to RSVP to the extension office. So give us, give us a call 270-765-4121 and get signed up for that. And if you're not a member and you want to be, it's a good time to, to sign up for that and, uh, and to become a member and come to that meeting. I think
1: I cut you off. All ago, you're getting ready to say something. I don't remember. Uh, we talked about after this rain moves through next week. It's looks like a pretty big cool down, like a hard freeze early to midweek. Mm-hmm. I saw some forecasts in the 20s, maybe.
0: I saw. I think it's upper 20s. I saw yeah, that too. Uh,
1: I mean, that's a killing freeze, right?
0: Yeah, it is. That's a that's a hard well, one. And it, but I mean, it's the end of October. That's probably about right time. It's wise. it's about right. It, you know, obviously, could have been could have been earlier. Um, but yeah, I think that falls probably when you average things out. I think that's about about where it is. Where that early October, mid October is kind of that first frost, and then late October is that first freeze.
1: Which. We haven't ran any soybeans yet, from, but like I said before, the guys that I've talked to that have, the, a lot of them are complaining about green stems. So that'll be one thing, good thing there once we get that hard freeze that your green stem problems. Beans end up getting a whole lot easier to run. So Yeah. Uh, May help a lot of people with know. their allergies.
0: I know everybody's yeah, coughing. Right, I've right. had some sick kids here lately, and that'll be
1: nice. Uh some of these later, not necessarily later planted, but later emerged forages that got planted this fall. Uh, don't know how it'll affect them. You know, Some of those are, some of this alfalfa and some of this grass seed's pretty small. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it was planted timely, just didn't get the rain for weeks.
1: Just didn't get the rain to emerge until yep. late.
0: I don't know if it'd be that hard of a freeze, but I, I I think I'd be a little more worried if it was 10 degrees colder and you might have some
1: heaving and stuff like that going on. Well, and it seems like a fall seeding, if it runs into a freeze while it's small, will almost handle that better than a spring seeding that maybe got a late freeze on it. I don't know why that is. Maybe the ground temperature is just that much warmer going into it. Mm -hmm. Maybe insulates it, keeps it a little warmer down next to ground level where it is. I don't know. It just seems like these fall seedings are a whole lot more winter hardy than can withstand a freeze a little better than something in the spring that gets a late freeze on it.
0: Yeah. And it also looks like when we do get that freeze, we do get cold, you know, either late this weekend or early next week, it's going to stay kind of cool. And I'm, 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 I'm here for that. I'm good with that. Um, You can rub it in my face later when it gets really cold, but
1: uh, I'm, I'm ready for some cooler weather. The weather, kind of like the past week or two, has been perfect for me. You throw a sweatshirt on in the morning. I mean, it's been nice, and I'm not complaining you about it it off yet. by lunchtime and yeah. run around in a T-shirt, but it's not really so hot that you're going to sweat a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Humidity's been low.
0: Yeah, this. I guess this is. Re- it's really going to slow down. It's It's probably going to put an end to the, to the growing season, and it's really going to slow down any of these um, forages that have still kind of been Trying to to put out a little more before winter, but um, oh well, (laughs) just get used to feeding hay, yeah. On my end, I think I got some grass saved up, and it's, I guess it's about time to let them out on it.
1: That's yeah, same here. We've got a little bit we can pick at, but we've kind of got into hay feeding mode now, so it's not that once you have done it a couple weeks and you're used to, yeah, I'm gonna probably have to put hay out every couple days. Mm -hmm. It's not really as as bad plus i'm lucky when i'm busy i have a wife that doesn't mind to feed hay and piles the girls in the tractor cab and gets it done so i don't have to worry about it when i come in it after dark yeah well and mine i
0: don't i'm not making a muddy mess when i set mine out right and, and, and i only have to do it about once every three or four days now um so I don't have to do it nearly as often as, as you do, but uh I it's I don't
1: have a cab. <laughs> Not, that's my only thing. You'd think making that six figures at the since you moved to the hardened Cab, yeah, truck, right. you could afford a cab tractor now. Uh-huh.
0: Not yet. I guess I need to save that up some more. There you go.
1: It's this big barn building project you've been doing that's taking all your cash.
0: Yeah. Well, you got anything else this week?
1: Any other news?
0: I don't know of anything. I mean, I don't I still can't figure out why you're so chipper this morning,
1: but I don't know. I don't think I'm any more chipper than I ever am. Maybe you're just trying to say I'm grumpy the rest of the time. Maybe. Um, who's going to be our guest next week? I don't know. I, have we talked about it?
0: Well, I think we're going to save a little bit of this for next week, but I think okay. um, there's two representatives from Adams Farms uh, oh. who we're going to try to get on uh, on the show next week because I think they won an award. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I uh, want to just get the wife. I hear the husband's <laughs> a real jerk. <laughs>
0: yeah, he is, but we'll, uh, we'll at least get her on. And if, and if, I mean, he may have to come to as part of the you know package deal. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We may have to get the, may have to see about getting the kids even, uh, oh. to, for some comments if that's possible, but, um, no, uh, I think Mark Thomas is going to jump on and help me host so we can get Adams farms on here to talk about award. They won here recently. So
1: okay.
0: uh, we're real excited and happy mm-hmm. for them. So, um yeah tune in for that next week and we'll we'll have a we'll have an exclusive interview with them so um I don't know if you have a connection there but make sure they don't do any interviews with anybody else until then because we need to get the,
1: we'll, we we'll need make to get sure the exclusive. we we get the yeah. first one all right well, we so I guess um,
0: I don't know you pick it pick something Me out. pick it yeah you're the one that's in such a good mood today
1: I've got one I gotta remember the name of it all right i got it all right what you got it's even from a kentucky artist i believe dang you know the song i think it's just called i love by tom t hall oh yes i yep. love little baby ducks and mm-hmm. old pickup trucks maybe that's all that's what's got me in a good mood today sounds good always listen to some
0: tom t hall all right all right man Well, that's all you got. We'll see you next week. See you next week.